Ever wish a gym marketing superstar would share their secrets? That happens today on Two Brain Radio. We've got a top 10 leader in set rate, show rate, and close rate, and it's coming to you direct from Ireland. This is Two Brain Radio. Please hit subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. Now, my name is Mike Warkenden. I'm here with Ronan Mahone of Movement Fitness Dublin. We're talking set, show, and close rates. Set rate is the number of people that book a sales appointment at your gym. Show rate is the number of people that actually show up for that appointment. Close rate is the number of people who buy something once they show up. Ronan, he crushed all three last month. So without further ado, we're going to dig right in and talk to the expert. So Ronan, welcome to Two Brain Radio all the way from Dublin. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's your afternoon. It's my morning. I am fired up to talk marketing with you. So let's start at the beginning. First of all, where are you getting your leads? You, you had a great number of people book appointments. Where are you getting these leads and are they warm or cold? Yeah, so really good question. And we'll kind of like, we'll look at the past to understand how the present works. So yes, please. Um, obviously, a couple of years ago, you know, you stuck on your ads on Facebook or Instagram. You didn't even need to be, you know, the best copy in the world. You could have some good like fitness pictures and you would get like a bunch of leads at quite a, a low level. It was great. It was fantastic. All you got to do is get them in the door then. The golden days of marketing. Golden days, the golden days. But obviously things got a little bit more competitive. There's more gyms, there's more people in the space. So things need to change. So that said, um, you know, I follow all the instructions on, on Two Brain, but I realized that our lead flow is slowing up. So I decided I was going to try out uh, a really good marketing agency specializing in fitness in the UK and would highly recommend them, specifically for your tactical marketing, your copywriting, it's these little details that are starting to make the videos. What you should actually say in your video ads as opposed to your picture ads. How to localize your ads to attract more leads. Those guys are called Fitness Marketing Agency. Definitely recommend them. We started to implement like minor changes in our copywriting and minor changes to the scripts in our videos. And the quality of leads that came through started to get better. It, it didn't stop there. And um, we didn't just want those like cold front end leads coming in the door. We wanted some warmer leads coming in because obviously those front end ones fill a bit cold. So we started doing some detailed retargeting. So people who had engaged with our page, watched our videos. And um, we had videos up on Facebook and Instagram. It's like common questions why people don't join the gym, you know, top three concerns. So if you look at what we're doing there, like top three concerns, we're using a hook, you know, like a hook is, you know, in, in the race for attention these days, you need a good hook. So if people say, well, what are the top three reasons? And they go, well, hang on, this is why I haven't joined the gym. Then they start to watch the video. And then from there, it's warming up the leads. So we're getting a mix of cold leads to start with video views. We're warming up those leads. If they register, they go into an automated sequence. Okay, so we've got emails, we've got text messages. But we're going to look to the past again. What we used to do is we used to market. We used to get our leads in. We used to do like a group, let's say with like 10 or 15 people in a room. We do our sales pitch and, you know, if there was 10 people there, maybe five people signed up and the rest walked out the door. Oh, wow. So you did that. You did group sales. We originally did group sales because you could get okay. group mentality. And if you got one person to sign up, half the room are going to sign up as well. The lemmings go over the cliff. I get it. Yeah. The lemmings do go over the cliff. Then we used to do uh, in-person face-to-face individual. However, there was that weird cold and flu season that went around a little bit a while ago. Oh, I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we had to shut up shop for a little while. So I decided I was going to take advantage of this. So I moved myself um, over to Tenerife, which is an island off the coast of, of Africa, owned by Spain. Uh, everything was closed. 
it was really interesting because during that time, Facebook were giving out grants to small businesses who had to shut up shop. You know, so we got like three thousand euro grant to advertise, but it had to be used by a certain point. Now the gym wasn't back open yet, but I didn't want to let this. I didn't want to let this go. So I said, well, I'm going to set up my ads for you know when we open in the future, even though we don't have a set date. And I ran these ads. I was great because nobody else was running these ads. But I was sitting on my balcony in Tenerife with the sun beating down in the middle of you know the Irish winter, and I was beer making, in hand? Uh, yeah, beer in hand, beer, uh, okay. occasionally on a Friday, on a Friday, you know, <laughs> after lunch, and I was making sales in you know ten minutes on the phone, you know, still still going through you know all my my list of questions that I perfected over the years to understand people's pain points, but people were like, yeah, this is fine, and I was like, hang on a second. I can do this on the phone and there's literally no downside here. It's a quicker sale. You know, I see a lead come in, I'm sitting on my balcony. I get a notification on myself. I can call them up straight away. I'm calling them within five minutes. And if you think about those cold leads, when they see your ad, they're in an emotional state. So they're in a buying state because they've got a problem that's affected them. They've decided they want to do something about this. If they get a phone call five minutes later. The likelihood of them actually signing up is much higher. So I was like, we can just do this on the phone. And we have got our close rate down to usually 15 minutes is the average call. And you've got somebody signed up. And then I got a bunch of sales tactics that I use to ensure that the person is much more likely to sign up. So it got to the point where like 50 to 60% of cold leads were turning into a sale. Which is huge. Whoa. Okay. So Holy, there's a yeah. there's a ton in there. Listeners, I'm gonna put a couple of things in perspective for you and then we're gonna dig in further. So, first of all, mm-hmm. what Ronan has said is that he started with his marketing and he tracked his metrics and realized certain things were starting to not work as well. And that's gonna happen with marketing. You have to track your metrics. If you look at previous shows here, our marketing experts will tell you, you always need to track things and then make changes when things aren't working, see if they work, leave them if they're working, make more changes if they're not. So that's the other thing. Ronan worked with a marketing agency. You can do that or you can choose not to do that. And Chris Cooper has written an article that I'm going to link in the show notes that tells you, should you work with a marketing agency? And it'll help you make a decision for your specific business because there's lots to consider there. Ronan had success, which is fantastic. And then in the pandemic, it forced a lot of gym owners to adapt their marketing and change things. The cool thing here is that Ronan decided to start doing these things, sales on the phone. And when we were talking before the show, I messaged him and I said, man, there's a trade-off. Like, you know, you're, you don't get a face-to-face contact with someone in your sales office, but you do get to contact them faster. And he messaged me back and said, that's actually no trade-off at all because the speed is what matters. And if you look at our show back in the day, uh, Mateo Lopez, one of our marketing experts said, if you contact people ASAP, like within minutes, you will make more sales. He said that is the number one thing you can do. The second thing you can do is contact them relentlessly, you know, 10, 20 times, and you're not harassing them because they wanted to buy something from you. You're doing them a favor. He said, if you do that, you're going to get results. So this is kind of an evolved process. No matter where you're at in your marketing journey, you're going to take something from what Ronan has to say here. And you need to track your metrics, figure out what works for your business, and then see what happens. So now let's dig in a little further here because this is really fascinating. So when I looked, uh, I saw our leaderboards and we track everything at Two Brain and I saw the July leaderboards for set, show and close. And I saw that you were on all three and I saw you had a huge number of appointments and your show number was exactly the same. Now that almost never happens. I thought it was a typo, but now I know that you're doing slightly different. So tell me about this. When a lead enters your system, you mentioned a little bit, let's dig into your exact process. Lead enters Mm -hmm. your system 
how do you have time to contact them right away? Like, is this your job? Do you assign it to someone else? Like, how do you make sure that lead is contacted right away? And what happens when you contact them? Yeah, so really good question. It really depends on where you're at in yeah. your, your gym or your fitness business growth. So we've got like a team of staff now who do the majority of fulfillment. I still have a couple of PT clients I coaches. I still fill in and take like class every now and again. But my job is to ensure that the leads get calls as quick as is humanly possible. Okay? So you've assigned yourself the, the role of, I guess, head salesperson, we'll call it. Yeah, well, I, I've worked in sales my entire life. So it what did makes you do sense. before this? And before this, I started out as a real estate agent for a couple of years, yeah. recruitment agent for a couple of years, tech sales for a couple of years. So, like, I'm not I'm not shy of sales. You know, okay, I got like that's a, a good lot to know. Industry in sales. I'm yeah. going to work you for tips right away. <laughs> well, I, I can give you, uh, you tips straight away. So nobody is good at sales until they practice. Okay. So I've closed over 2,000 people in the last four and a half years on front-end sales. Okay, so it's practice. So even when I used to run sales teams and I had like the junior guys in that we're, you know, looking after, their first day, I would just give them a list of leads, poor leads, and I would say, hey, I want you to try your best not to close any sales, these guys say. What was I trying to do? I was trying to get them comfortable with being on the phone. Just talking, uh-huh. you know, and they're like, hey, you don't want me to sell to this guy? It's like, yeah, I don't want you to sell. I just want to call him, call him up, try not to sell to him and see how the conversation goes. <laughs> and then straight away, you know, the guys are going to be able to sell and the other guys who aren't going to be able to sell. So, okay, just pick up the phone and start talking. So nobody's good at sales until they practice, you know, and okay, the more you good practice, to know. the better you're going to get. Like, it's not like, you know, when you got a new client in the gym, you know, they're not going to be able to deadlift on day one if they've never done a deadlift before in their life. So it's the exact same with sales. It's just practice, practice, practice. And then you even start to, like, if you listen back to your calls, you start to go, okay, what did I say this time that was different to that time? And you start to know some, like, tonalities in your voice. Or you start to figure out, well, what are the questions I'm asking? And what are the responses I'm getting? And then it becomes more conversational. So, yeah, everyone sounds like they're reading off a script when they first start sales. But when it becomes more conversational, that's who noticed the difference. And I first realized this as like a 22-year-old. I was working in, in real estate. Okay, now I'm in my 40s now. I kind of look a bit younger. So when I was like 22, I looked like a 14-year-old. And I'm trying <laughs> to sell properties worth like 500,000, 600,000, over a million. And nobody's taking me seriously because I'm this like young looking kid. Sure, I got a suit on or whatever, but I'm still this kid trying to sell these properties. So I remember one day this guy walked into the, the, the showroom uh, and I'd say he was in his late 50s. And I noticed that he had a scarf on. And it was a green, white, and gold Irish flag scarf. And there was a, a football match on that day. So I went up and I said, hey, you got on the match today? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. And I said, where are you sitting? And he told me, I said, I actually grew up beside that stadium. So we started having a conversation. And then I was like, are you just browsing around? Are you, you know, looking to buy a property? And he said, oh, I'm looking for something for my daughter. 15 minutes later, I'd sold a property worth half a million. Okay. It is 15 minute sales. And it all started with a conversation about football. It started a conversation about football because I'm, I'm taking the sale out of the sale. So I got like a great opening line that just, just works so well. It opens people right up. So we get them on the phone and sometimes you can make the mistake and you shouldn't have say, Hey, how are you? Um, and people, you know, they'll tell you how they are and then they'll ask you back and I'll like, I'll give them some story. I'm like, well, today's not going so great because this, that, and that happened. And, you know, but anyway, less about me and more about you. Where are you at with your fitness? Where do you want to get? How can I help you? 
Like that question just opens everything up and it takes the sale out of the sale because they're talking about themselves and they open up, open up, open up. And then we can start to drill down on the pain points pretty quick because I want to know where they're at now. I want them to think about their future themselves, where they're going to get in the future. And I'm the solution. So how can I help you? Or maybe I'm not the solution, but I need to find out. Okay, I'm going to pause you for one second here and pull out a couple of things because I want listeners to Mm -hmm. grab onto this stuff. So sorry to interrupt. Guys, if you are selling a high-end service like fitness coaching, you should look like a professional fitness coach. Now that if you're not on the if you're on the phone and you're drinking a beer on an island, you can definitely not wear pants. That's totally fine. But if someone mm-hmm. is coming in to see you, you should damn well look like you know what you're talking about and you are selling, you're presenting the value that you're asking them to invest in. Okay. So because a lot of people back in the day, sweaty workout, I'm staggering into the sales office. Who do you want to sign up? That's not the way it goes anymore. Look like a fitness professional. So whether you're selling real estate, whatever it is you're doing, look the part. That's a huge one. The second mm-hmm. thing, Ronan is asking people, he's starting conversations, which Chris Cooper has written a lot about conversation marketing. It's a very, very important part of lead nurturing and the actual sales process. So conversation starting is a huge one. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Chris has uh, 10 questions that he borrowed from Bob Berg, the book, The Go-Giver, and they're questions that just start conversations. I'll give them to you in the show notes. After that conversation start, Ronan is acquiring info and he's making it all about them, not telling them, hey, here's my tour. I've got this many assault bikes. Look at how cool I am, all this other stuff. He's talking about them, finding out their point, pain points and applying his solutions to that. So there is a process here and he's got it dialed in to a process he probably knows by heart, but you might have to document it first. And at the first few times, it might sound like, Okay, so tell me about your struggles. It might sound a little robotic, but that's why you get the reps in, do it a thousand times and it becomes natural. So sorry to interrupt, but that was, that's a quick summary for our listeners. Now get back on your track there and tell me what else you do. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was great. And I, like, I think to your point, get the reps in. It, like it, it doesn't matter if you're selling two in 10 people, that's amazing. If you're selling one in 10 people, that's amazing, but that's going to go up to three and 10 and then four and 10 and then five and 10, you know? Um, So you got to get the reps in. Absolutely. So my second question, um, I want to find out a bit more about their, their goals. So I give an open-ended question, but then I kind of give multiple choice. Uh Okay. And I give three multiple choice because if you give three choices, psychologically, people are more likely to pick one. So I'll say, look, tell me a little bit more about your goals. Is it more about weight loss? Are you looking for strength? Are you just trying to improve your fitness? And that covers so almost a, everyone out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You get the occasion person who's like they're training for something specific, um, and I will generally refer them to someone else because okay. that's that's not what we do. We're so looking for that. You're qualifying people aspect. and you're putting them into, we'll call them avatars. Correct. Qualifying them in or qualifying them out. Okay. And if I qualify them out, um, even if it's on price, I always recommend three other local gyms that are going to be cheaper because at least that way you're still benefiting the, the individual effect and it's a waste of his time. Um, most people are obviously going to go with weight loss. That's generally why people are calling you up in the first place. But that that, that helps you with, as Chris always says, your prescription. You know, what are you going to prescribe that, that person at the end? And after that, uh, let's have a look. I got my little list here. I want to make sure I don't miss anything here. Um, so, yeah, you got to be a little bit of a therapist. You're going to answer, well, tell us about your history. What's worked for you in the past? Because we want to find out what sort of exercise they've done, what they like, will it work for them in the future? And they start describing themselves in the past. And it reminds them of where they want to get in the future. Because I'll repeat back to them. Now, okay, this is what you said you did in the past. This is what you said you are now. This is where you want to get in the future. So they, they see there's a gap. And we can now we can plug that gap with a solution. 
you're showcasing a journey, right? Like you're showing them point A, point B, and now there's got to be some mm -hmm. expert that leads them on the path to get from one to the other. And that would be you. Yeah, absolutely right. And you got to position yourself at, as the expert. And that's where I suppose my next thing comes along, where I generally find the missing link for most people is nutrition. Uh, and I said, well, have you done any nutrition coaching beforehand? Some, of the, some people have, most people haven't. And that's the missing link. And that's where I like to jump in with a story about how I became a personal trainer. So, I mean, I started lifting weights way back in the, the 90s, which is a long time ago for some people, not for others. But yeah, that's, that's when I started my journey. I played sports right up until I was 35, but around, I played rugby until I had a, a bad back injury. But um, at, at about 28, 29, I was living over in Australia. I was working in a like, highly stressful sales job. I wasn't sleeping at night. I was drinking a lot of beers, eating the wrong food. I was still hitting the gym, but like put on a lot of weight. And anyway, I took an extreme step of quitting my job, doing my personal training qualifications because I knew something needed to change. Wasn't losing the weight still. I knew it was the food, but I was like, wasn't doing anything properly about it. Went to work in a gym specializing in nutrition. As soon as I got the nutrition right, bam, the weight fell off. And then I talked it's to like the, magic. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Then, then I was working for another guy. We were teaching boot camps down on Bondi Beach in Australia, which was awesome. And <laughs> he starts running a six-week challenge. Okay, this is back, I don't know, like 2011, 2012. Um, but there wasn't a huge amount of nutrition around the challenge. However, a couple of the clients, let's say we had like 100 clients doing a six-week challenge. It was crazy, but it was awesome. A couple of the clients knew that I worked in a gym specialized in nutrition. So they started asking me about nutrition. So the first guy I worked with lost 16 kg or two and a half stone in six weeks. And people started realizing the nutrition was the, the missing point. So that is the story I will tell on the phone if I know I haven't got someone ready to sign up just yet. Because that presents me- You're as showing proof. It's social proof. It's not just my story. It's the story of thousands of other people I've worked with over the years. So it's showing that social proof. And people go, okay, mm. this guy is the guy who can, who can do it for me. Now, the next thing, this is where a lot of people make a mistake. They'll go in and they're going to sell their cheapest program for that person. Okay, yep. They're going to sell their, their group training package. And I go, okay, well, tell me, what's your preference? Do you want to do personal training or do you want to do group training? Because some people prefer the one-on-one, -on -one, more accountability, better results. You tell me, what are you looking for? You want to know something, Ronan, that I messed up for about a thousand years? I just assumed that every person who came to my gym wanted to do group training. Mm -hmm. I didn't even ask the question. I just put them in group classes. Yeah. How much money did I leave on the table? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Just that question, listeners, will make you more money. Okay. And now I'm going to talk to you about process once you've made the sale. Okay. The upsell process. So what we started to do now is everyone who joins the group training program, they get a personal training session to start with. Okay. Yeah. So step one, you got to do a personal training session. We do an assessment. We check your squats, your lunges, your pushups. We show you how to do advanced moves before you go into the class so you can move through a confidence. People come in, they do their introduction sessions. It's paid intro. They've already paid up. So like, you know, your, your, your consultations that you normally do for free, we're not getting paid for them because they've already paid up front, except that it's now a new opportunity to upsell. So I had a girl in today for our first session. And I was like, at the end of the session, did you like it? She says, yeah. Oh, what do you think? Would you prefer to do one-on-one -on -one coaching or group training? And she's like, I'm not sure. What do you think? And I said, you're going to get better results if you do group coaching. Well, let me run through the prices. So we had like our top tier price with our middle tier price, which is two personal training sessions a week, plus access to group training and, and nutrition mm -hmm. coaching. 
So she goes to the middle option. So now we've just upsold you know, at a 50% higher price and she's going to get uh, better results because she came in for a face-to-face induction session. So we're able to upsell. Uh-huh. So, so I'm going to interrupt you one more time, guys. I'm sorry to do this, Ronan, but you, you're giving me so much good stuff here and I want to frame it for the listeners. These are hybrid programs, right? So not just group training, not mm-hmm. just personal training. There's options to do both. Those are high average revenue per member programs because you're combining, let's say, I'll just make it up 150, let's say $205 group membership plus mm-hmm. maybe a monthly personal training session, which then takes you up to 255. And that could be any different number, but you're combining programs. So that is a huge one. The second thing is you are doing these one-on-one intake sessions. The long We have data, TubeBrain has collected it. The longer and the more intense, and when, I don't mean intense, in terms of hard, but like the more touch points you have in your onboarding program, the better your retention will be, the higher your average revenue per member will be. So he's built in this one-on-one connection where you now get a chance to really help this person find out what they really need, offer them a service that's going to benefit them and upsell the person. Because when we talk about marketing, we're talking about it from a help first perspective. That's Chris Cooper's book. We're not trying to scam the client. We're not trying to promise them nonsense. We're not trying to take their money. We're trying to get them the results that they want in the shortest amount of time. Speed costs money. If you can supply it, you're worth more. So continue on that plan. Sorry to interrupt mm. again, but you are crushing it. That's, that's all right. I think you mentioned something there that's key. So speed, speed yeah. to results. I mean, you know, I guess a lot of fitness entrepreneurs would look at some like Alex Hermosius out there, you know, the guy who founded Jim Launch, and he talks about speed a lot, you know? Uh, so it's speed, the first phone call, it's speed to get them the results. People will pay more for speed. And that's why people go get liposuction and pay like four times the amount they'd pay for a gym membership, you know? Yeah. So speed to get results is key. It, it, it you know, it, it offers value to the, to the client. Um, it's come yeah, up twice if you now, do that, right? you're, you're talking about speed. Like mm-hmm. it's come up twice. You have you respond immediately to sales to leads. Yeah, you, that's where speed kills in the first place. And then it, in the second spot is in giving them a shorter path to their goals. Mm-hmm. Correct, one hundred percent correct. And if you can give them a shorter path with better results, they're going to be, yes. you know, they're going to upsell. And that's why that individual today. And you know, this one saying, don't make any assumptions about the price point because the the client who came in today was a school teacher. Now, a lot of school, people would assume that a school teacher would not have a high salary and therefore would not go for the personal training package. But that's exactly what you want. I don't know what she spends her money on on the weekends. I don't know how much she has in her savings account. So don't make an assumption based on the individual, ask them what they want. Some people might want that one-on-one attention because they want accountability. And like she said, I need accountability. I need someone to give me accountable. Even though if you do our group training program, you have an accountability coach, you've got a nutrition coach, and you got your physical coaches you see in the group classes, she wanted that extra layer. So no assumptions need to be made about the, the individual. No assumptions. Ask questions. Just keep digging. It's all about questions. And then you can change the prescription. You know, maybe we thought this was right on the phone, but when you see them face to face, you now know that something else is is needed. And so many times we've had clients come in the door, they've done their induction session. And at the end, it was like, are you ready for group classes? And they're like, no, can I get three more PT sessions before I hit the group? Of course you can, you know. And so many people have come in for group and started on, on, on PT packages. You know, so that's absolutely key. So no assumptions. Those are like my five key questions that I ask people to, to get them closed on the phone in an average of 15 minutes is what it takes to get someone closed. So you're going through in 15 minutes and you're, so let's say, let me, let me just go through this. You get a lead. Let's say you get a lead in the next, 
you know, minute on your cell phone and maybe you've got your notifications off because you're talking to me, but let's mm-hmm. assume you got that lead. You would call that person back probably within a minute. If, if, I, if I can see the notifications straight away. Yeah, absolutely. So you're going to hammer that and you're prepared to then go through these, this, this, I mean, you've probably got it memorized, but I'm sure it's listed somewhere for other people that do it, a sales script. And you're going to go through this. And in 15 minutes, you're going to have a small conversation. You're going to ask them your five questions and get as much info as you can. And then you're going to likely close them within 15 minutes. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I can give you, yeah. I'm going to give you another example uh, from today. Please. So get a lead in. How many sales did you make today? Um, there's three, three so far today. Three so far today. So far, day's not over and you're still rolling. I day, love it. Continue. Day's not over. That, that, was, that was, I would say, 45 minutes of work, uh, one annual membership. Uh, well, actually four if you count some of the back-end sales that are just like off the back of the program. So probably 45 minutes of work for thousands in revenue if we're looking at it from a revenue perspective. Ooh, okay. But, here is another tip, okay, that people aren't using effectively enough. So I get a lead, okay, from a guy who's out on a hike, okay? He's obviously got his phone out. He puts in his details and, and you know, he's see, seen the ad or whatever he saw. Or, you know, he's, he's on his phone. He's not in the house. He's outside. He's on his holidays. I call him up. He tells me what he's looking for, but he's not sure if he wants to go down the route of all personal training or group training. He thinks it's group training, Okay. So he's like, look, well, let's get our induction session in. And he's like, you know, I asked for his credit card details. He's like, I'm out in a hike, so I don't have them. I said, that's no problem. So over in Europe, WhatsApp is pretty popular. It's kind of like iMessage, same sort of thing. Um, you know, so I said, no worries. Okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot you a, a G Pay or an Apple Pay link so that you can literally pay on your cell now. That means you've got the spot locked in for you because if it's not locked in, you know, we have to fill that spot with, with somebody else who's going to look for it. So you're creating scarcity there. I send him a message, but then I send him social proof. I go, by the way, here are five of my clients and the results they achieved. So this guy's looking for weight loss. He sees the before and after pictures. He clicks purchase. His details are saved on his cell. So automatically, he's paid. That's, that's got your, your $60 commitments. You know? So we charge like 60 bucks for uh, you know, an intro session. And then from there, he's committed. He's paid. If you don't get the money up front, could drop off because the emotions change over time. So this guy's in an emotional state, wants to purchase, wants to buy, wants to change his lifestyle. We've given him the prescription, but he doesn't have his payment details. Boom, send him a link. He can pay in a cell because we know he's on a cell and he's, he's coming in Thursday. He's not going to not come in now that, um, that he's paid the money. So what you've done there is you're trying to close them, obviously, right on the phone because the, the, the be back bus, as we've said, when people leave and they say, I'll, I'll get you later, they often don't. So you're trying to get mm-hmm. them right on the phone. In certain cases, obviously, you cannot do that. But what you're doing then is you're giving every single reason to this person that you can to get them to sign up. So in your mm-hmm. case, you're sending them the payment link, which is just easy. Click and do it. But you're also sending along social proof that then in case they waver, they're like, oh, this guy did that. This guy lost weight. This guy, lost. okay. And you, they see five different things that say this, I can help you do what you want to do, which mm-hmm. then motivates them to click that payment link, book that spot, and you have created scarcity. And we're not lying and saying, oh, you know, you have to buy right now. But you are saying, I am going to fill this spot. Mm-hmm. I have a great service. I am a great salesperson. People are contacting me. I am going to fill this spot. If you want it, lock it down now. The person buys. And the upshot of all of this is that you are giving the person what they want. And then you have an opportunity to change their lives through fitness. When we know without doubt as gym owners and trainers, 
we can do that. That's not a lie. It's not nonsense. We're not selling plastic wraps and weird powders. We're selling actual results through fitness and nutrition and coaching, which we know gets results. You have Ronan, like mountains of social proof. I have the same thing. Every gym owner has it. So that is, that's, that's outstanding stuff. Uh, you said you got, you sold three today on the phone. Is that right? Yeah. Three today on the phone so far. Yeah. And what was your average if I, and if you don't know, don't, don't, that's fine. But what was your average response time? Was it minutes for each one of those leads? And um, yeah, when, when I'm available, it was like over the weekend, I had a bunch of stuff, on, you know, cause I do like to take some time off every now and again, probably because yeah. we're almost at capacity at, you know, a lot of places. So I can take the foot off the gas a little bit when it comes to, to sales. But yeah. Like f- 15 minutes is the average response time to a lead. And that's too slow. That is too slow. That's because I'm still doing fulfillment. If I was operating 100% effectively, I wouldn't be doing any fulfillment of of sales. And that said, we've had a couple of coaches who are moving overseas recently. So you got you got to you know you got to fill in when that happens. That's just part of part of life. Yeah, but I'm sure you've got a plan to fill those 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 roles so that you can sell more. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But like we are so literally ask- location almost at capacity. It's almost going to be one in one out. Soon. Good. Yeah. And that's the best problem to have because at that point you can, if you wanted to, you can raise your rates. Mm-hmm. Right? If it's that exclusive, then you're, you're obviously worth that. And you only have a certain number of space spots. They're worth more scarcity. Yeah. Uh, when do you happen to have an idea off the top of your head, what your average sale would be from the three today? Uh, the average sale price. Yeah. Is it? So let's have a look. Uh, I would say average sale price is hitting around, not, let's say, nine hundred dollars or nine hundred euros. So that, that used to be really good a few a few uh, a few weeks ago when uh, before before the euro started crashing, it used to be pretty high in Canadian dollars. So, <laughs> so right now the euro is uh, it's at par with the U.S. dollar. So about nine hundred euros, uh, according to Google, right now is nine hundred U.S. dollars. It would be more in Canadian dollars, of course. You're absolutely correct. Those are that, so that's. A nine hundred dollar average sale—it's pretty outstanding because a lot of people their ARM is way low. We say that an average revenue per member target, your first target, which should be about two hundred five, nine hundred is pretty sweet. So that's a huge one. Uh, were these brand new leads, or were they leads that uh, you know you had been nurturing for some time? Uh, these are all pretty much leads who've registered from in July or August. So pretty, pretty much brand new leads. Okay, and you close them all on the phone in less than 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so, so one I closed on the phone, but came in, and then there was the upsell after the session. Yeah. That, that's uh-huh. kind of today's sale. So you got the upsell. Yep. Okay, so this is, we have so much good stuff here. So what I want to do in the last couple of minutes here is I want to like, how, I want to put together a very short training plan for a gym owner who's out there and listening to this and saying like, maybe they're not at your level. They don't have years of real estate and other sales experience. They don't have the reps. Someone out there is just saying like, holy crap, this sounds amazing. I want to start doing this. What would you do? And you've trained salespeople before. So how would you get a gym owner from point A, I want to sell more to point B, I am selling more in the shortest amount of time. What are the steps? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, this is going to sound cheesy because obviously I use you guys as mentors, but like our revenue, like jumped so much when we started using a mentor service but even when i looked like back originally like you know i I was i knew how to sell but i didn't know how to market and i knew how to coach people so i had like you know two out of three so i hired an agency to to help me with sales so one get someone who knows how to get your leads two call the hell of those people even if you don't know what you're saying and ask them questions 
because most coaches already talking. know how to deliver. Just start talking. Start having conversations. Don't don't sell anything to anyone. Let them decide what's for them. Okay. Listen to what they need. These are the key things. So you need to get leads. Like that's the first thing. You need to carve out time for sales. You know. Mm-hmm. And if you can, if you can afford to get someone else to help with the fulfillment so you can focus on your marketing and your sales. Like if you can't market and sell, you don't have a business. That's that's it. You can fulfill to the can't can't help anyone. No, can't help anyone. You've got to be able to market and sell. That's that that's primary. Fulfillment. So listeners, yeah, get some help. Yeah, listeners, if you're lost, what Rona mentioned mentorship will help and again we're plugging to brain business obviously but i have seen the on-ramp or the ramp-up program pardon me and what happens in there is we teach you the basics of stuff how do you sell how do you market and again there are multiple levels of marketing ronan is at a very high level and you can get there but at the basic level we'll teach you how to do things to start and then here's the key we'll also help you with staffing how do you even find the time to do this stuff and i'll give you one shortcut is like hire a cleaner just hire a cleaner for whatever dollars an hour. This is called climbing the value ladder. You're going to hire that cleaner. Whatever time that frees up, let's say it's four hours a week, you would send, spend that then on a higher value role. Sales is a very high value role. Think about this. If you're not doing four hours of sales this week and you could hire a cleaner for $60, I don't know, something like that. One sale is going to be worth more than $60. You are making more money for your business. All of this can be taught. So if you're out there and you're lost, you're spinning your tires, all of this can be taught. This episode is going to give you a ton of stuff to think about just on your own. If you want to go further, you could absolutely do that. Ronan, let me ask you this as a closer. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? You've talked a little bit about you've had a couple of staffing things. You've got to do some changes and make sure that you get out of fulfillment. Is that the main thing that you're going to target next? Or how do you ensure that your sales process gets even better? What's next? So I guess what's next is I, I got to teach some of the sales process. Um, you know, I have taught like there's other people in the business who do sales. I got a business partner who does sales as well, so that that definitely helps when there's one when there's one off, there's, there's one on. And I suppose the next step from here is is looking at like financial freedom and and in investments. Like how can we leverage the profits to make more money? It's not just about like getting multiple gyms and stuff like that. You can actually become less profitable if you do that. And again, that's something Chris teaches as well. <laughs> It's so true, yep. it's it's looking at creating financial freedom and you know maybe even generational wealth. It's taking the next step up the ladder. And in two brain terms, that is called tinker, the tinker phase. And that is where you are, you have one stable business and you are going to expand. We teach you how to do that too. It is our tinker program mm-hmm. and look that up. Ronan, you have done a ton of work here for me, a ton of heavy lifting and taught people a ton of stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, you think you can continue this trend on these leaderboards? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. If I, I got to teach the guys to just to follow the sales process exactly, and I think we will. Um, and then speed is key because we had a bunch of leads come in over the weekend. <clears throat> they didn't get contacted straight away because both myself and my business partner had stuff on. Um, and you can see the conversion rates is down already. Um, whereas the leads that have come in so far, the conversion rate is, is up this week. It's the ones that came in on Saturday and Sunday that the conversion rate is down. So Who's to blame for that? 100% me. I wasn't on top of it. That is my fault. I didn't put a system in place to make sure those leads were called quicker. So I got to take full responsibility of that. But yeah, I'd like to keep, I'd like to keep it up, up top of the leaderboard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you go and get those leads. You message me later on the day and tell me if you close a few more because I'd love to know. Thank okay. you so much for sharing your secrets, Ronan. No worries, Mike. Really appreciate you having me on the show. Great to chat. 
That was marketing leader Ronan Mahone from Ireland. He is on Two Brain Radio. Thanks for listening to the show. Please hit subscribe on the way out wherever you are watching or listening. Now, here is Chris Cooper with a final message. Hey, it's Two Brain founder Chris Cooper with a quick note. The Gym Owners United Facebook group has more than 5,600 members and it's growing daily. If you aren't benefiting from the free tips and tactics and resources that I post daily in that group, what are you waiting for? Get in there and grow your business. That's Gym Owners United on Facebook or www.gymownersunited.com. Join today.